This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. A brother-sister duo whose family hail from Soviet Georgia opened a Georgian food stand here at Reading Terminal Market, featuring food just like their grandmother used to make. She chased us around uh, with uh, spoonfuls of lobio and ajab sandal and eggplant caviar in our youth. So I think more than anything, she would be shocked that we're feeding that same food to hundreds of people every day. And eating it every day (laughs) ourselves. Yeah, and she would be... More than anything, she would be very excited that we're just eating it every day. So what kind of food is Georgian food? Keep it here on the podcast. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadass Kuznets at Reading Terminal Market, where there is a new stall here at the market. I'm with Michael and Donna Koladesh. They are siblings that own the Georgian-inspired Sami Somi. So you guys are from Georgia. Correct, yes. So I'm the older brother. I was born in Tbilisi, Georgia. That's the capital city. And I turned uh, five the week that we moved to Philadelphia. Donna was born in uh, Philadelphia shortly after. When we grew up in Philadelphia, we grew up as part of the ex-Soviet community. Uh, we kind of started in uh, Northeast Philly and lived there for a long time and then migrated over to Bucks County. And the impetus behind opening Sami Somi was to bring the community and culture that we grew up in as Georgians and as part of the ex-Soviet community to Center City, to a place at the Reading Terminal, which is so central that anyone can try the cuisine. There's something different about having a restaurant here at the market. Like you probably get a different clientele than you would than having a restaurant in Northeast Philly. Yeah, I would say that the Reading Terminal Market is one of the most diverse places to eat and to be you can stand in one corner of the market and not see the same person walk by for five minutes you know it's every type of person eats here it's for everyone it's extremely democratic and that was again the impetus behind opening here which is that there's a little bit of a learning curve for a lot of people about Georgia and we thought this would be the best place to expose the most amount of people to Georgian food. So what do you want people to learn and know about Georgian cuisine? Well, definitely how tasty it is, but also the ancient kind of 
quality and culture that's behind it. One thing that's very interesting about Georgian cuisine and cultures, the winemaking, the bread making, the cheese making, they're all very locally made. Each different village in Georgia would have their own cheese, their own type of bread, their own wine. So we're trying to bring that type of experience around food uh, to people and really teach them about it and really just um, the history of Georgia itself, you know, it's it was always in the middle of the Silk Road, so it has a lot of this Middle Eastern Mediterranean influence, it has a lot of this um, Asian influence, and then it was part of the Soviet Union, so huge Soviet influence on the food, and it's this literal melting pot of all of these foods together, and I think we're trying to teach people about that, and that's what we love personally about it as well. So what does Sami Somi mean? It means three doughs. And dough, like Donna was mentioning, is a big part of Georgian food culture. Um, and we focus on three types. A yeast dough that's made from a mother yeast that our chef, Jasserendipidisi, has been culturing for a couple of years now. And most of our fresh baked daily breads use that dough. So we have the traditional yeast dough. We have an everything bagel, fresh baked bread called Shotis Puri. Um, it's a traditional Georgian style bread. And then we also have an Ajika spiced olive bread. And that same bread is used for our Ajaruli Hachapuri, which is a Georgian uh, cheese bread, uh, cheese boats is what we call them. Um, so we have a traditional cheese boat, which is a, our mix of Bulgarian feta, uh, low moisture mozzarella, and suluguni. Suluguni is a Georgian cheese. And you could get that traditional style, you could get that topped with Kenneth Square mushrooms, or you could get that with Ajika spiced hot honey and toasted walnuts and brie. Um, and then we also have our, another bread that's Borodinsky bread. It's a dark rye Soviet bread, popularized in Ukraine and Russia. And then we have a, our third type of bread is, uh, or our third type of dough is our dumpling dough, which is more of a traditional dumpling dough. And we have three varieties of dumplings. Uh, we have the traditional, which is 50% pork, 50% beef. We have, again, Kenneth Square mushroom medley with spinach. And then we have an oxtail jalapeno dumpling. Um, and those are all traditionally oversized Georgian dumplings. The beef and pork is traditionally a soup dumpling. What is, would you say, like the most Georgian food, like if typical Georgian food? Hachapuri. And, uh, hachapuri? Yeah. and can, can you tell me about your like connection to Hachapuri? Yeah. I mean, Hachapuri is eaten everywhere. Every day it's eaten for breakfast, for brunch, for lunch, for dinner. It's eaten to go. It's eaten sit down. It's eaten as a snack. Uh, yeah, and I've even read somewhere that if Georgians came to America before Italians, we'd all be eating hachapuri instead of pizza. It's, yeah. it's Georgian pizza. It's comfort food. So um, on a rainy day, when you had a bad day, it's kind of what you turn to. Or if you've um, had a good day and you're celebrating your wedding, yeah. that's also what you turn to. It's exactly. an everyday, all day, anytime <laughs> food. Yeah. You probably won't meet a Georgian that hasn't eaten hachapuri today. Right, exactly. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, like Donna was saying, every region has their take on hachapuri. So we're doing an Ajarian hachapuri, which is the cheese boat. The history behind it is Ajaria is located on the Black Sea. So there's a lot of fishing villages and there's a lot of um, people will go out uh, or historically people will go out on these kind of voyages, sea voyages. And so it's um, the hachapuri is in the shape of a boat and it's topped with an egg yolk to represent the sun and you mix in the egg yolk into the hot cheese and it emulsifies the cheese and gives it that unique flavor profile and texture. Um, but other regions have other styles of hachapuri. For example, penovani is um, it's phyllo dough uh, hachapuri and it's, like a, it's a crispy and more of a square shape, really easy to go. Uh, there's guruli, 
uh, which is from the mountains. Uh, Guru, uh, Guruli means mountains, I think, in Georgian. Um, so that's crescent-shaped and has soft-boiled egg, eggs inside. Uh, the, the common theme is always the bread and the mix of cheese. So it's always like a suluguni and a, a type of feta called imaruli in Georgia. Um, so every region has a different style of hachapuri. And we started with the ajaruli style, which is the cheese boat here at the terminal. How does this food connect you to other people? And I know that there's a lot going on politically in that part of the world right now. I think that the food is very representative in this fashion called a supra. So a supra is a Georgian feast, and you have a supra on multiple different occasions, and part of the supra is to always give a certain amount of toasts. So there's a toastmaster called a tamada, and the tamada is usually the eldest male in the family, um, and he has to lead the toast. There has to be at least 10 toasts. You have to always make a toast for the kids, always make a toast for the elders, always make a toast for the people that passed away. There are a certain amount of toasts that you have to make at every Every supra and you I gotta think, include the whole party yes and I think that the way that you know I think food brings people together is at that supra you invite everyone to the supra you have to you know all break bread side by side toast with each other look at each other's eyes and I think that's a perfect way to bring people together and I think you'll find Georgian food and Georgian supras in every country of that uh, region in the Caucasus area and the Soviet area Honestly, in the, you know, on the steppe, in the Middle East, you'll find Georgian food everywhere. And I hope that it, in all of those locations, people are coming together for Supras and is bringing people together. That would be the, the goal and the hope. You're shaking your head. Yes, Michael. Uh, that was beautifully said. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> correct. I mean, I think food is apolitical and like, people don't really care about those kinds of things. You know, that's up to governments. But I've not, I haven't met anyone from any background who doesn't love food and who doesn't love Georgian food particularly you know anyone who comes across it falls in love with it um, and so it's always a point of mutual connection and understanding tell me about your personal history with Georgian food so I know that Michael you were born there Donna you were born in Philly shortly afterwards but did your parents make it at home can you tell me about that yeah yeah so our grandmother lived with us our entire lives so she was constantly cooking she was constantly cooking Georgian food for us, anything that she could get her hands on that resembled produce or products that you could find in Georgia. Um, you know, when we were growing up, there are some uh, markets that service the ex-Soviet population. There's Bell's Market, there's Netcost Market. So we were able to find some imported products. So that was great. So we were exposed to it very early on. And then it was kind of, you know, we became teenagers. So it was like, we were also interested in the Philadelphia food scene and we, our eyes were open to Thai food, uh, to Chinese food, you know, to other cuisines. And so we kind of, that rounded out our experience of food in general as people. And then as we got old, even older and we went back to Georgia and we tried the food in Georgia and we experienced Georgia um, as adults, we were like, wow, like what our grandma was making was special. It was interesting. It was different. And um, that re-sparked this interest in Georgian food for us. Um, and that's kind of what brought us around here. And I think Mike can speak a little bit more to that. That trip to Georgia really sparked that for us. And then we took a very deep dive into researching Georgian food even further than I think our grandma ever could have. You know, we, we 
we researched every single recipe that we could, every single cookbook that we found in English, um, in Russian, in Georgian. We poured over them, you know, and then that's kind of what brought us to where we are now. What does your family think about, like, how you have taken the culture and run with it? I just can imagine that your family is probably so proud that you didn't let it go. Yeah, I mean, I think they're psyched and excited that we're continuing the tradition and bringing it to the larger audience. I don't think they ever expected anything like this or envisioned anything like it, but, you know, they're a little bit shocked that people are just falling in love with their background and their culture and their heritage. Um, and for a very long time, um, Georgia didn't really have any place in people's minds uh, on the global stage. And now I think particularly with digital media, everyone who finds out about it falls in love with it. And I think as a family, uh, it just feels really nice. <laughs> it just, even if we weren't part of the culture, it's nice to know that a historic culture isn't going to disappear and it's going to stay. It's going to uh, people are going to learn about it and the history and tradition is going to continue. So I think um, we all feel really, really happy that uh, the tradition is going to continue. And what made you decide to go into business with your family? Um, our family has always been entrepreneurial. Our parents started a business together when they came to America. Um, Not everybody can do what you're doing with your brother. Oh, yes. Um, sometimes, can I do it? Um, <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, we trust each other. It's kind of like a situation where you ha want to like yell at the person, but you know it's okay because you love them and it's just always going to continue. Um, I think we trust each other more than we trust anyone else probably in the world, you know? So I couldn't see myself doing it with anyone else, honestly. Oh, yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. Mom must be proud and dad. They are, yeah. I mean, your grandmother that made your food must be proud. Yeah. Uh, well, our grandma passed away in January, unfortunately, just as we were ramping everything up. Um, but yeah, I think she would have been very excited. And she chased, around, she chased us around with uh, spoonfuls of lobio and ajab sandal and eggplant caviar in our in our youth. Um, so I think more than anything, she would be shocked that we're feeding that same food to hundreds of people every day. And eating it every day <laughs> ourselves. It, yeah, and she would be, more than anything, she would be very excited that we're just eating it every day. Yeah. She would be, she would go to bed very happy yeah. knowing that every day we're having a taste of lobia or ajab or pali. Or I think the, the <laughs> only criticism that she would have is that we need to add three different types of soup to the menu, right. <laughs> which we're working on. <laughs> so what, what can people expect when they come here to your, it's, I mean, I, I'm going to say stall, but it's really kind of a little bit bigger than that. Well, we wanted to give people a little bit more uh, than a market experience. We wanted to give them a sense of being in a restaurant um, within the Reading Terminal. And I think when people come here, they, they're going to find a little bit of that spirit um, and a place that feels like a little bit of a, home, um, maybe a contemporary Georgian setting um, within the heart of Philadelphia. And I think there's also a freshness that we're bringing and then a staple, you know, we're really only bringing two, two or three staples, Georgian staples. There's um, so much more that I think people will walk away, should walk away knowing that they can visit other restaurants up in the Northeast and get all these different other types of um, dishes and 
uh, an expansive menu. So we're really just introducing people to two or three staples of Georgian cuisine. So I think very condensed menu, and I think they can expect to be an introduction with more to come. And, and, you know, the reason uh, part of having a condensed menu is we want to do the best we can with what we're doing. So rather than have an expansive menu, uh, we're really focused on making the best cheese boat ajaruli hachapuri, the best soup dumplings, uh, the best poly that we possibly can. Um, and then we'll go from there. Um, but also we're introducing the few key items like a hachapur, like ajaruli hachapuri and hankali, which are the soup dumplings. But then we're also introducing variations on those things. So again, the jalapeno oxtail is our slightly more American take on the traditional Georgian uh, dish. The Kennett Square mushroom cheese boat is our, again, Philadelphia area take on the traditional hachapuri. Um, so uh, we're focused on the key items and making those the best they can and also incorporating uh, a little bit of um, uniqueness based on our own personal experiences growing up between cultures, growing up between the culture of Philadelphia, America, and the ex-Soviet community, as well as Georgia. And we're creating our own little melting pot within a larger melting pot, let's say. Well, congratulations on your grand opening. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Michael Koladesh and Donna Koladesh, they are co-owners here of Sami Somi, which is a Georgian restaurant here inside Reading Terminal Market. It's across from Be Natural, diagonally from Beck's Cajun Cafe, and next to Kensington Food Co., which is the olive oil and balsamic vinegar stand right next to them. So congratulations for your opening here at Reading Terminal Market. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you and telling our story a little bit. And where can people find you online? The website is samisomi.com. Uh, that's S-A-A-M-I-S-O-M-I.com. And also on Instagram at samisomi. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at foodinthe215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.